All right, welcome back. I'm your host, Taylor Wade Offer to Disruption Nation. Today we have Keller Williams, Alex McCauley with us. It's going to be a fantastic show today. Disruption Nation is a YouTube channel, show, podcast, platform where we showcase people that are um, you know, doing, you know, influencing the community in a positive way. And, and Alex has done that on a whole lot of levels. And I'm, honestly, I'm honored to be the one to interview her a little bit today. And, uh, and this is kind of like the first of the two-part deal. Because uh, not only is she here, but she will also be on a Masterclass Houston, our third one. It's a six-month monthly mastermind that we do. We interview a handful of multimillion-dollar producers, and she's going to be on there with uh, her team leader, Michael Bozart, and, uh, and a couple others that you know, are pioneers leading uh, the industry. Jordan, take off Facebook Live. We're not doing that right now. Not the whole show. Just leave it alone. <laughs> and, um, and B can edit that part. All right. And so what else? So $50 million produced in the last five years. So congratulations on that. You've had a hell of a start since you got going and from California originally, and we're, we're coming back from uh, Puerto Rico. Is that where you met your husband? Yes, we met on a first class seat coming back from trips. He was in San Croix for a work trip, Susan Oil, and was there for six months. And I was coming back from a sales, it was a fun work trip. Um, and we met sitting together and I wasn't even supposed to be sitting next to him. Wasn't even supposed to be on that flight. So really? yeah, it was crazy. And, and what year is that? 2013? That, no. So that was in 2012 when we met. And then okay. uh, that was right before Thanksgiving because we were both going home for the holidays. And that New Year's, he came out to San Francisco to be with me for a week. And then by April had convinced me to pack everything up in my car and move to Houston. <laughs> that's quick. That was a quick turnaround. Yeah. Real quick turnaround. Yeah, I mean, I and that's not me at all. Like never lived with a significant other, you know, it's just something kind of told me to do it. And so I did. Well, good for you. You know, fire yeah. flight. Literally. Yeah. yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. But it was, it was the best decision I made. So it and, worked uh, out. It did. And then not only that worked out, but we have baby Mia, beautiful Mia is here with us too. I was, yeah. Yes. Yes. So first time, first baby that we've had on the deal, you know, so we did Parker Kink and, uh, and Michelle Kink. They were the, the, when we did the photo shoot, anyway, bunch of pictures of the baby, you know, um, and I was like, holy cow, you're, you're, this is like the smallest little, little producer and this is That's the first awesome. time we've had one on uh, disruption nation so hey we're mixing it up taylor she just she has to learn early you know <laughs> right so that's the message here is uh you know how to produce uh you know as, as a mom during the COVID 19 situation with the baby in your lap and uh, sell a whole or produce a whole bunch of real estate so that is that is alex <laughs> yeah in a nutshell in in, in a nutshell <laughs> So, um, man, I love your, uh, I love your office. I love your, uh, love your broker, Michael Bostart. He's on the Houston Oil Producers Advisory Board. I've, I've always thought the world of him. And so you picked a great home. I mean, I'm biased, you know, yeah, I probably get in trouble, but, um, I mean, it's probably my favorite KW. It is, it's my favorite market center in the city. <laughs> you know, there's so many good people and good friends in there. And then uh, Fabian Corsa is how, uh, you know, he's the one that nominated us to do the story on you. And then, you know, we clicked and, uh, and then uh, you were gracious enough for your time to, you know, want to, uh, you know, help even further on, uh, on the monthly mastermind, Masterclass Houston. So thank you so much for uh, your willingness to, to help others with that too. But let's go back to your baby for a minute. Okay. Cause I can't yeah. looking at her and I was telling you, <laughs> I like heart all your stuff on you know, social media because 
why would you not post a bunch of pictures of beautiful, you know, Mia? <laughs> so how's she doing with the whole, how are you all doing, you know, with a baby? I feel like I would have been terrified two months ago when this whole thing happened. So yeah. It's been, I mean, honestly, like it's been crazy, but we knew it was going to be crazy. I think her being born in November was perfect because I had a little bit of a break, which I kind of could breathe a little bit. And honestly, I mean, as disappointing as this whole year has been thus far with COVID, I mean, no one could have expected this. I will say from a, a business standpoint, I mean, I think everyone's feeling a little bit. The market's definitely picked back up, but I will say in the last three to four months, it's been nice to kind of just take a step back and be able to organize things and kind of get a grip on reality. Because last year was insane for me. I mean, I did almost 25 million in volume and I was pregnant. So I didn't really have like any second to breathe when she got here. I mean, I had three closings the day she was born and I had an emergency C-section. So I didn't really have any Whoa, time. Back up, hold on, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, okay, uh, when's her birthday? Her birthday is November 18th, okay. 2019. Mm -hmm. November 18th, what day of the week was that? Oh my God, it's such a blur. I can't even remember what day was the week where you were born. You were born on a Monday, a Monday. Born on a Monday? Monday. <laughs> we, you and I were texting. Saturday? We were, yes. We Sunday. Were. Yeah. Something, I don't know. But it was like within the final 48 or 72 hours. I thought it was the day before. Like I thought you were like going to go home, go to bed and go to the hospital or something. But yeah, I, was I like, think it was that Sunday. Like, it's I couldn't believe you were doing what you were doing. But you told me you had three closings. You know, I'm like, I don't know how she's going to do all that. What's your team set up, by the way? <laughs> who's, who's helping you out? There is no team set up. So I've tried that route. Um, I'm willing to try it again, which is something I'm working on right now. But right now it's me and my virtual team. So I've got my um, contract to close. So my transaction coordinator, she's virtual. Um, but her team is in the Philippines. So they handle like all of my listings, my signs, my photos, my inspections. Oh, and then I've got three buyer's agents who help me show property. Um, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm listed as an individual. I've tried it a few different ways. And I, I think just for me, I don't know, I'm trying to figure out, I have that connection with my clients and I don't want to lose that. And I have great people that can help me, but I still, yeah. my favorite part of the transaction is being involved in the transaction. So, um, you know, I think for me, I, I'm comfortable at that 25 million a mark year. If I could do more, great. But I mean, I'm not necessarily striving to be that 50 plus million dollar producer every every year. I love working with my clients, so I don't want to totally pass that off to somebody else. If that makes sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And yeah, I know that's one thing that you know I know has happened since me has got here. You know, it's like you know you realize. I mean, there is no ceiling on the limit of you know what you can do, produce, and earn in your profession. Obviously, but at the same time. The flexibility is more important than the money, you know, I mean, obviously yeah. the money provides the flexibility, you know, but at the same time, I mean, that's just, uh, that's what it's all about. It's quality of life. And, you know, and yeah. you got you know, beautiful you know, family and uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm super pumped for you. So, all right, a couple, couple questions just, you know, for parents that are uh, paying attention. I mean, I'm one, I'm a little <laughs> bit older, a little, a little ahead of you here, but so you know, but for all the real estate moms, um, you know, with little kids or older kids, like, I don't really think it really matters right now. I mean, my hat's off to you. Um, so last year it was uh, 25 million. Is that right? Just under, just under 25. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, and then, you know, so since things have changed this year, this year, um, what's the goal? I know you're not so much worried about the number, like, oh, I got to break 25, but do you, 
Do you have a number? Isn't it like, I think you said in your article. I have a number. I have a number. I said I would okay. be, I would be thrilled at 20, even with everything going on. I said okay. at 20, I would feel me. good. Holy cow, 20 is probably yeah. like 40, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I that will be honest though, with everything that's happened this year, I mean, it is, I've definitely had to take a step back and realize with COVID, like there are things that are completely out of our control. So yeah. uh, to be honest, she's the easy one. I mean, you see her right now, like she's super chill. She's happy. She sleeps through the night. Like she really hasn't been the problem this year. I mean, managing schedule is hard, but it's really been COVID that's kind of put things into perspective more than anything. She's been just like the icing on the cake to make, I mean, yeah, it's tricky, but it's totally doable. I have not, I, my hat's off to you a hundred times. <laughs> I am, I haven't asked a lot of moms with small babies what it's like right now with COVID. So do you take your minimal, minimal places like grocery, Instacart, like what's the, yeah, yeah. I'm careful when I take my kids out, but they're, they're seven and nine and I, I don't know. Right. Yeah, no, she, so I'm not really taking her out at all. Like her cousins can come to the house to play and swim and hang out. But um, for the most part, like we're just keeping her here. And luckily I'm blessed that the nanny like comes to the house five times a week, which is awesome. Um, she just had to cancel the day. But for the most part, I have her during the day and she spends the night during the week, which is amazing. So I have help. Yeah. You know, there's, I'm sure there's other parents out there that, you know, can't, and they're not blessed to be in that situation. But luckily, like, I really can't complain because as much time as I get to spend with her, I also have someone that's helping us too. Yeah. It's just, uh, and, and for the, for the record, anybody that's watching or, or listening, I did give Alex the option to reschedule. <laughs> I was like, you got the baby, you got baby no. meal with this. And I was like, you know what, let's, <laughs> let's roll with it. We've never done it before. Um, well so all right let's talk a little bit more about i mean your business i guess right now i mean what's uh yeah. and so the number's 20 you're doing it as a young mom okay you're, you know your baby is uh so what are we at um seven eight months old six months just six turned six months, months old. Yep. Okay. and um i mean is it all are you going out at all during the day? Yes, I was just, I was literally just showing property in Katie and I drove, I ran back here real quick to get on this call with you. Awesome. So I've been showing the whole time. Um, I've just been careful wearing a mask and gloves, but I never stopped. I mean, probably should have, <laughs> but if people wanted to see stuff, I was totally down to go show them. So um, in that regard, it, it hasn't stopped at all. Um, last year I was really listing heavy and this year kind of my whole business flip-flopped again and I have a ton of buyers. So I think that's been tricky because obviously like it's just a little yeah, bit really. harder to manage schedule. Um, and the market's just so wonky right now, right? Like it's crazy. I'm seeing properties, multiple offer situations. I haven't been in this many multiple offer situations since I probably first started almost six years ago. So I think that's been more of an adjustment than having to quote unquote stay home than anything else. I was talking with Sean Manderside um, this morning. And one thing that he said that I thought was real interesting and what you just said sounded, it sounds kind of similar to it is that it's it kind of, it's kind of like, like many markets within the market, as far as like the flow, just meaning like what you said, you know, it'll be like multiple offers, or uh, or nothing like a particular home or whatever yeah. for a couple of weeks and then and then somebody will say something on the news and then all of a sudden everybody wants to either stop or do a lot and act quickly so 
Are you seeing that? I mean, I, for some crazy reason to me, that just kind of makes logical sense. But I mean, I, you know, you, you tell me you're the one that's, what's it like for you in, in your business? Yeah. I mean, I think that's, what's been so weird. I had a couple listings in, you know, for example, Walnut Bend and they had flooded during Harvey. Those we listed where we should have, and we got offers in less than two weeks. And I've got some that are in the Heights that are with backyards, private driveways, priced well, super cute, and we're getting no movement. So it's, this year has really been like humbling and a learning experience for me because I'm having to have tough conversations with clients that I thought for sure we would have had, you know, properties under contract extremely quickly. And then on the opposite side of that, I was with a client, for example, this weekend and a house popped up bungalow in Woodland Heights. By the time we were leaving, there were two other groups coming in. I submitted her offer within five hours and they were like, oops, sorry, we already took another offer. And that happened three times this weekend. This weekend? This weekend. Like normally deals I would have gotten done, shoe in, boom, move, like accepted, no problem. Coming in over asking price aren't getting accepted because it's a multiple offer situation. That's insane. So I, I don't know, you know, and I think that's a, a huge portion of being transparent with your clients is I'm really telling them, like I'm showing them the stats, we're having these conversations, but it's also being humble enough to say like, this is a very different market and a very different experience than I think any of us have ever been in before. We've, I don't think any of us have ever experienced something like this. Mm -mm. I say it all the time, biggest opportunity that we might ever have in our lives and for sure one of the most memorable um you know not all good i mean there will be a tremendous amount of good that's going to come out of it i think for a ton of people but you know also i mean there's been a lot of tragedy and a lot of loss and a lot of you know i mean it is what it is but yeah um it's sad you know it's very real but i mean also my kids are too young i don't necessarily teach them about death but i feel like death and i will soon when they you know I think I've maybe sprinkled in a few lessons here and there, but it needs to be a motivator. It needs to be something you respect. It needs to be something at least you're aware of. I feel like religion is like politics and money. Nobody ever likes to talk about it, but I mean, hell, everybody is born, everybody lives and you're all, we're all going to die, you know? So it's yeah. just, I think it's important to have uh, more of a, there's at least an appreciation for it. So, but I do like that about you, Alex, you know, you mentioned that you're not, you don't sugarcoat stuff. You tell people how it is and people are always going to, uh, feel like respond real well to, you know, transparency. So I think that that's, uh, that is huge with, you know, your, your success in, in a short amount of time being in the business comparatively speaking. So, um, what's, uh, what are some of the things you credit to, uh, you know, being able to pull off 5 million and, and, or I'm sorry, five, 50 million in five years. Honestly, I think it really just, it comes down to hard work. I'm, I'm a really hard worker. I, I would probably say I'm a workaholic, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad that thing. Where did that come from? <laughs> Who instilled the, the hard work in you? You know, my, my parents have always been really hard workers. My dad owned his own scrap metal business for years. Um, and I think also seeing my parents, you know, make a lot of money, but also lose a lot of money throughout their careers. Um, was big, you know, I, we went through a lot of ups and downs as kids growing up and, you know, we were always grew up in a beautiful neighborhood and everything was always, you know, tremendously provided to us. But I think seeing my dad, you know, having a very successful business, but then also seeing that business go downhill at certain times um, and seeing him work back up from that was a, a really big motivator because I think you see how it affects all aspects of your life. It's not just business, but it does, it, you know, 
it affects your family. It affects your marriage. And so I always tell my husband, like, I work so hard because the reality is, is, you know, I hate to say this, but when you do have money in the bank account, other things are less stressful and you can enjoy other things in life. So I think for me, that is a motivation to continue to be successful. So we can take some of those other stresses, if that makes sense. No, and I know people don't usually like to say that, but it is the truth. It totally makes sense. And what, what was your business, your dad's business? What did he do? Scrap metal. So he owned a, a scrap metal business. So he was traveling all the time to China and Korea and he was always overseas. Um, and that can be a tough industry to be in, you know, it's, it's, again, it's all sales. So I kind of grew up around people that worked in some form of sales. So I, that kind of grew on me at a young age and I've always worked since I was 14. I've always been a worker. Yeah. What did you do at 14? Oh my gosh. I was working for, so my mom has a really good um, friend of hers who owns a, um, a clothing company right down the street. And so she would have me like organize all the hangers and do, you know, crazy things. Cause I couldn't technically be on the payroll at 14. Yeah. <laughs> so I would stand on the sales floor still and help sell um, and get paid under the table, which was great. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> It is in your blood. That makes, that makes sense. And then, uh, and then so your husband, uh, Darian, I'm going to give him a shout out. And if he's watching this now, probably, maybe he'll check it out later, but, and what, uh, what, what's his business? So he's in oil. He owns his own logistics company. So yep. Moves oil all over the place from barges to trucks to trains. He can handle all the transportation. Yeah. So he's, he's been on his own for a few years now and doing extremely well too. So we're both kind of doing our own thing. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, and I know one, one thing that, you know, you said as a family, y'all want to do with me is uh, multiple trips every year. Is, right? Yes, which has been like so hard this year because we were planning on going to Mexico and Hawaii and we were even talking about doing Italy. So obviously all that's on hold. Um, we've already been talking, we actually have a whiteboard in Darian's office that we've like put our, like the places that we want to take her to when all this is over. So that's been good motivation for us. Yeah, no, that, that is fantastic. Or will be, you know, when, yeah. when, um, when, when we get there, right right there with you. I was talking to my boys this morning about possible, you know, trips and, but I'm just, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Usually there's a lot more that, you know, we were able to have planned at this point <laughs> that we I don't know. have to. So uh, well, how, how about next steps for, for you and, and, uh, and I guess where you want your, your business, you know, going and um, yeah. So I think my biggest goal for this year was really to get reorganized. I felt like last year I was not expecting to do the volume that I did. And even though I don't think my clients could feel it from the back end side of things, I really wanted to work on getting my systems together. So again, with COVID, it kind of has forced me to, regroup and sort of break down my business and kind of build it back up. So not only from a standpoint of just systems, but also looking at like the money I'm putting out, you know, I think we all as agents pay for a lot of things that we don't need to be paying for. Um, so really taking the time to cut back on all of those things and making sure that my systems are simple and in place where I'm not spending the money that I don't need to be spending right now, but also just working more efficiently. Hey, that might, that might help a handful of people that are listening to this. You know, what are, what are some of the cutbacks or, you know, money spending that is maybe not necessary? What have you cut back on? 
Yeah, so um, I'm sure you all know who Paige Martin is, number one Keller Williams agent in course, the yeah. country. Um, uh, so Paige Martin. Yeah, she's awesome. So she did a um, she did like a broadcast for the office, and basically what she said that she did is she literally took all of her work credit cards and canceled them. So when she started getting emails from vendors saying, oh, you haven't paid your bill, then she could decide, do I want to continue with whatever I'm paying for? So that way her expenses were automatically cut. And she's like, oh, well, I guess I have to pay for my light bill in my office. So we'll add that back in. But the magazines, the extra subscription, she didn't have to worry about it. It was just done. And I thought that was brilliant. Like, no, it is. I love that you said that. I've literally, the last like, couple of weeks, I've been thinking about that. The thing about that was, it was in, my boy's on the beach, and that pop, thought pops in my head. I'm like, I got so much auto stuff. Like, I, I feel like I don't even know what's going on right now. Exactly. So, exactly. So she said, instead of wasting hours going through your bank statement, she's like, yeah. just cancel the cards and then build it back in, which is exactly yeah. what I've been doing. So just the little stuff like the apps you don't need, uh, like magazine subscriptions, you know, to stuff that you're not reading online. Um, I'm finally transferring. I was, I'm a big Buffini person in some ways, but I've always been a hybrid of Buffini and cold calling. So I was using referral maker for years. Um, but clearly Keller Williams has command and commands doing what it should be doing. So why would I be using referral maker, which I spend $200 a month on when I can just transfer everything over to command and it's free. So just little stuff like that. Um, because the reality is any top producer who says that they're in their database every day organizing things is lying. That's not where our expertise comes in. So I think as long as you have a system that keeps, you know, track of everyone and you know what's going on with your transactions, that's really all I'm using it for. Yeah, totally hear you. Hey, real quick, uh, anybody that wants to reach out, ask you anything, how can people get a hold of you? Um, I mean, obviously like welcome to text me. I, do you want me to give you my number or they can DM me on Instagram? Yeah, Either way. Yeah. So my Instagram feed, it's just Alexandra Megan underscore H Texas, or you can just text me at 831-234-4882. All right. And, um, let's see, I, I got a couple questions for you before we, uh, almost that time. we got a little bit more time left, but so Masterclass Houston, what are uh, what are you excited to uh, to talk about when we uh, when when that day comes? I've never done this before, so are you gonna like ask us a list of questions or do you have topics? Yeah, so it's gonna be so it's two hours. So the first hour, and actually we're gonna have a call with uh, me, you, and Michael, and uh, and the panelists. Okay. And the second, and then, so the first hour will be your, you know, you'll know what's coming. And then the second hour will be Q and A. We'll open it up to everybody that logs on. Okay. Yeah. So, and on, awesome. on that call, so it's, you know, it's probably not fair for me to ask you now because we haven't had it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. But, but I mean, I'll ask you now, we're, we're going to, yeah, it's probably going to be this week. You know, the email, you know, is either going out today or tomorrow on, uh, on scheduling us to, to have that conversation. And I'm just, I'm going to ask you what, what are some of your strengths and some of the stuff that you want to dive into and talk okay. about you think is important right now. So I'll just, I'll just ask you. I'll just ask you so that. I would say one thing that I always struggle with that I always want to hear from other agents, like agents always ask me this and I share what I do, but I always want to know like people who are doing better than me, how they, how they break out their week. Like what does their week look like? And that comes down to like time blocking. Like what does your day look like? I always want to know from other top agents, what that process looks like on a daily yeah. basis. And uh, well, that that also probably be a really good question for you. You know, <laughs> you have two answers. I already know you do. You got you got to answer from 2019. You got to answer 2020. 
everybody does, but you're specifically because you got a, you got you got a little Mia there. So that that that's that's probably a bigger game changer, I would think, than COVID nineteen. I don't know. Yeah. So I would say the two biggest things are number one, I have to wake up at the same time every morning. So for me, like clearly she's passed out right now, but you know, she's still waking up three, four times in the middle of the night. I'm a zombie. I probably sound like a zombie right now, but I know like if I don't consistently wake up and have my morning routine, my whole rest of the day is thrown off. So that's huge for me. So even if I'm only getting four hours of sleep, I better get my butt up by six o'clock or the whole day is just off. So there's so much power in that. I mean, you can lose the day, like you said, I mean, before seven or 8 a.m. or whatever, you know, or earlier, you know, I mean, just. It's so true. So yeah. true. And then I would say I used to time block to the point where I knew like from nine to 11, I was cold calling and doing what I needed That's to awesome. do or following up. So I'm, I keep my mornings, all the fires can be put out in the afternoon. So my current clients, you know, stuff that needs to be negotiated with contracts that all happens in the afternoon. My mornings are clearly spent working on new business, whatever that looks like. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I have a kind of a similar time block situation too. For yeah, it's uh, yeah. muy importante. Yeah, <laughs> and then showings don't happen until the afternoon, early, early evening. That's I don't show unless someone's like I have to make an offer on this house and we have to go see it now. That's the only time I'll make an exception. All right, Alex. Before um, before we get out of here, I got a couple couple questions for you, and I can't believe Mia's done as amazing as you <laughs> predicted. Because I told you I wasn't that worried. I was like, she'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, I was a little nervous. I was like, God, dude, I don't <laughs> want to do this to you. I was like, we're gonna be no. banking up. But like Taylor, why why would you do that? Like that was just that was so messed up. You know, she's got a little baby. And you, you you better do this. You better do this interview with you. <laughs> like, why would you do it? Like, I gave her the out. I gave it to her. Okay, for the record, she wanted to go anyway. I said, "All right, be bold. I'll be bold with you. Let's go." <laughs> Gotta make it work. Gotta make it work. So no, so impressive. Just that alone. I mean, that says a lot about you. I mean, most people. I, here's all. I don't know. This is just uh, this is funny. Like when there are people, you know, they're driving when we used to have places to go, and they're like, "I can't talk. I'm driving." I'm like, "It's like the best time to talk." Best time. <laughs> best time to talk. I, I love driving like Austin or Dallas because you get to have those long conversations. Anyway, tangent. All right. So, um, last, uh, what's the last book that you read, Alex? Or what's your uh, what's your favorite book? Oh, that's such a good question. Okay, so I am reading. I went back and I'm reading The Shift right now by Gary Keller because that's Me kind too. of never read important. it. Before. Yep. Very important. So that's, that's on my nightstand right now. And then, um, I just downloaded, I don't know if this is a good thing or not. Um, for fun, I just downloaded the new, um, uh, biography that, uh, Nikki and Brie Bella wrote about the WWE fighting, like their whole career. And I didn't really realize like those girls actually went through a lot as, kids and teenagers so it's actually a really motivating book i bet yeah no that's uh that didn't surprise me at all though i mean i i I found some extreme motivation from some weird you know i guess places or stories um that's that's uh i love it so there you go what's it called i know i'm trying to think of the name this is my baby brain i literally just downloaded it like three days ago it'll come to me i'll get I'll, I'll, i'll tell you on the next one what's your what's your uh yeah there you go What's that? What's your favorite band or uh, music music genre? Oh, uh, I'm I I change all the time. Like I go back and forth between everything, but I'm I'm back on country right now. 
because I'm driving a lot. So country kind of like mellows me out. I'm a big Rascal Flatts fan. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Driving a lot, still driving in this, it's nuts. Still driving. All right, let's see. What, what's your favorite sports team? Like West Coast stuff? Ooh, California. Warriors. Big Warriors. Warriors? Big Warriors. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Oh, man. Yeah. Sorry, um, sorry, not sorry, right? <laughs> All right, we're, we're, we're moving on. We're, we're moving on. <laughs> I can't say yeah, I can't say any I can't say any Houston teams. I'm sorry. I, I mean I love the Astros, but uh Warriors is gonna trump the Astros, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, fantastic. <laughs> you can't, can't say anything bad about them. I mean, at least we'll see have, we have a couple beers watching some tours. Oh man. All right. So do you have a mentor or a coach besides um I do. So Joe Diasana, he's an agent in our office. When I first got started, I actually took over leads for him. So like he would send me out to like Clear Lake to do an $800 lease lead and I took it. Um, I do, I work my business very differently than he does, but we still talk every Tuesday. We still meet every Tuesday. Um, he's been a huge influence in my business because I he's, he's so learning based and I'm so encouraged by him because he's always trying to do better. And even though he's been in this industry a lot longer than I have, he's always, you know, putting new ideas out there and new systems together. And he makes things a lot more complicated than I do. And he knows all I, cause I tell him this all the time, <laughs> but, um, I always learn so much from him every week. He has a new app or a new something he's doing and I'll always take little tidbits wow. and then kind of use it the way I want to. So he's been a very good mentor and teacher to me. Yeah, no, it's, um, I'll give Joe a big shout out. You know, he's uh, same thing. Known him a long time. Got a lot of respect for him. So much energy. I feel like he's one of the heart and souls of your uh, market center. He and- really is. And he has such a good heart. And he, I mean, he cares so much about his clients and every transaction. He knows everything that's going on. And just from, just from a transactional standpoint, he has been in some very weird situations. And I feel like I've learned so much I can ask him any question and he knows the answer so he's been a huge help to me huge yeah yeah as um I was launching Houston Real Producers ramping it up sat down with Joe give me some feedback what's gonna work you know in his office and you know have my laptop and he was like watch this put a program on it immediately it's recording us and transcribing at the same time or maybe you showed me a second secondary step to, to do that later but and then anyway, yeah, it was, uh, it was wild. And then that, that's where I got a lot of my first like notes that I was just getting, anyway, Joe's, uh, Joe's good dude. Awesome. Yeah, he is. Right. Um, and what's the last question? What's the best advice you ever got and who gave it to you? Oh my gosh. You know, when we got married, my dad, so my dad has had a lot of health problems. He's had cancer multiple times. He's actually having another heart surgery in two weeks. Um, he, he had the most beautiful speech during our wedding. I get like teared up anytime I think about it because he's such an amazing guy, but, um, you know, he said something, I don't remember exactly what the quote was, but he basically said like, we have to live our lives for us and don't live it for anybody else. And that really like hit home with me because I think we're so often trying to impress other people or trying to do things that are going to make other people happy. And, um, it's so big that we do things for ourselves that are going to make us happy because it makes us better 
parents and better spouses. And um, that just really hit home when he said it the way he did. He said it much more, much more eloquently than I did, but um, he got the point across that you just, you got to live life for yourself, not for anybody else. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, you're doing that. You're living that. You're breathing that. And man, you got Mia right there in your lap. It's just uh, it's inspiring <laughs> watching this uh, interview via, you know, Zoom. And, uh, I don't know. You're you're motivating personality. So thank you so much for just your leadership in the community and, and doing what you're doing. And I'm real yes. to you know for Masterclass Houston. So, I'm excited. Uh, we won't have her the, the next time. I promise. <laughs> Yeah, I'll but if get, she's this chill, she can come back. I know, right? Well, uh, hey, one more time. Uh, what's your uh, IG handle again? Yeah, so it's Alexandra A L E X A N D R A Megan M E G A N underscore H T X Houston. Texas. There you go. Follow her on on Instagram. Did I cut you off there? Were you still saying something? No, no, you're good. Okay. Yeah, follow her on Instagram. Reach out to her if you want to want to connect. And uh, if you want to check out her article, it's a fantastic article. We did a story on her in the March this year. Houston Real Producers went out digitally. It's in print. You can reach out to to me or us. You, uh, the Houston Real Producers uh, Facebook page would be the easiest place to to see the digital uh, copy of her um, of her issue. But uh, but yeah, so there there's uh, there there you have it. Disruption Nation. You know. Um, show podcast platform where we showcase people disrupting their space in a positive way if you uh, want to reach out to us to have somebody else on the show that you think would be a good guest please reach out to us and you know please like us on uh, on social media instagram all the platforms we're there we drop a show every tuesday at two o'clock alex big shout out to you and mia i, I mean like who yeah. knows we will have a baby on again this is the first time it's ever happened gotta do it next week about it about <laughs> it you know Usually it's like a little drive-by. They're trying to distract the parents. But thank you so much for being on. I appreciate you so much. Of and course. Anything I can do for you, let me know. But um, and that's it, guys. We'll see you. We'll see you next time. Awesome. Thank so you.